Winter weather all over Arkansas has put a halt over everything for the time being, but hopefully warmer days are ahead and so is basketball. This is Prep Rally. You're listening to the Prep Rally Podcast. Now here's your host, Graham Thomas. Welcome to the Prep Rally Podcast, sponsored by West Termite Pest and Lawn. I'm Graham Thomas with the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. We're having a special Zoom podcast today because of all the icy, snowy weather. So Rick Fires joins us somewhere in northwest Arkansas, I think Prairie Grove. And down the River Valley, we've got Leland Barclay and a special guest today, Walter Woody, who is uh, who's joining in on the podcast. And gentlemen, good to see you guys, even if it's by Zoom. Um, let's start down the River Valley. Walter and Leland, the dynamic duo. How are you guys doing down there? Cold. Cold, but I'm I, I'm legally allowed to play hooky with no school today. I hear you, Rick. You doing all right over there, man? Man, I just got out of a snowbank run in here, and, and you know if my dog Rally comes and needs to go outside, so I've got to put my winter hat on instead of my work hat. You guys okay with this? <laughs> yes. It looks warm. I may have to get one of those. That may be the ugliest hat I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. He look, looks uh, like the like, he looks like one of the McKenzie uh McKenzie boys from the boys, exactly. SCTV. It's not oh, yeah, it cold, it's cold. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Take off, well, eh? you know. It definitely has been a cold last few days. Temperatures falling below zero in northwest Arkansas, brutal wind chill, and I know it's been extremely cold and snowy in the River Valley. School's been canceled for days on end, it seems. You know, basketball games have been postponed. Um, but, you know, this all kind of started last week whenever some teams had to start moving some ball games to Thursday. And I remember seeing Leland Barclay's uh, tweet about to the teams that did move them to Thursday. Congratulations, you did the right thing, something like that. So we're going to we're going to start with the, the, the 6A West games that we did have on Thursday. They're all sweeps. Uh, Bentonville swept Springdale, Fayetteville swept Southside, and Springdale Harbor swept Bentonville West. Rogers and Heritage did not move their games to Thursday. They were going to try and play Friday and just weren't able to do so, and they're going to make that game up on the 25th. So, um, you know, takeaways from those 6A West games, uh, guys, I was over uh, at Springdale Harbor and watched um, the both, both Harbor teams roll, um, you know, not a big surprise in either of them, but uh, the the one highlight I have coming out of of the boys game, you know, Cortland Muldrew, who I think everybody would agree is one of the league's, if not the league's best player. He's in the top two or three. Um, you know, he doesn't start the game against Bentonville West, and West takes a lead after the first quarter. Uh, Muldrew finally enters the game in the second quarter, and it's like the game just turned on its heels. Uh, <laughs> Harbor roll, you know, Mulder scores uh, 21 points over the next two quarters and, and, and Harbor rolls to a win um, to remain five and Oh, uh, how about you guys down there? Uh, what you guys saw on uh, Thursday night on Leland, I know you were somewhere, you were at Cedarville and we'll talk about that too, but Walter, you had Southside and uh, Fayetteville, I believe. Right. You know, I covered the, because of deadlines, I covered the the girls first, but while writing, I was watching the the boys a little bit and Fayetteville jumped on them at the start and really never let them in the game. Uh, the final score 
was 67-43, but at one time it was uh, they got it up over 30 to to invoke the the running clock. Uh, but they played just dominant. They were athletically uh, bigger, stronger, faster. Uh, they were able to to get out on the break and get some easy layups and dunks. Uh, they ran their offense well. They were pretty smooth and defensively. Uh, they were able to to constantly um, uh, harass Southside. Never really let them get into a true uh, any sort of sets. Uh, the girls' game was more inter- The girls' game was also interesting uh, in that Fayetteville uh, played well. Played really well. Um, the, the big thing I remember coach Rimmer talking about after the game was, uh, he said, and knew it was going to be a good game when they, when girls are getting fighting for offensive rebounds and they're diving for loose balls. He said, you get those, you get those two things, everything else takes care of itself. Well, I think the biggest thing, the biggest takeaway from Thursday night's games or Thursday night game for the Bulldogs is that Fayetteville now is 2-0 and in Fort Smith this year. Mm-hmm. They've already got the two longest road trips out of the way, mm-hmm. uh, and that's a big that's a big start for them. Yes, it is. Yes, that is an important start. That's one less travel. Uh, that's one less travel they have. They don't have to worry about any games uh, over the mountain. Everything's now, what, 30 minutes or less. I mean, Bentonville West is probably their longest road trip from this point. You know, uh, Rick, you had the night off Thursday night, if I'm not mistaken. We were we you're we were planning to send you out to a one A game, and uh, that that one ended up getting canceled as well. Yeah, um, but but it was the right thing to do. Like I said, you know, we're going to have some games st- uh, stacked up. This is Arkansas. You know, we're going to get a snow day. You know, what three, four, five, six? There's going to be plenty more days to play and get the fans out. But I have seen. Fable, like the last three times I saw them last uh, last two last Friday, I think, and they've got three straight blowouts. This Fable team, uh, you know, I don't know what they're doing down in Central uh, Conference, but you know, I know Little Rock Central is really good. I saw them up here against Harvard, double overtime game. But Fable, they got the big man DJ uh, Hudson underneath. He's like six seven, six six sophomore. They got Xavier Brown to run the point. And Jaden Haney, man, a swing guy, man, has really come on. So, uh, man, just really looking forward to seeing all kind of basketball, especially, you know, that that big-time game we got coming Saturday night. Right. The, the I can tell you a little bit about the Central, Rick. Uh, right okay. now the two best teams in the Central are Bryant and North Little Rock, and both of them have already beaten. C- Central is 0-2 in the 6A oh. Central with their losses to Bryant and North Little Rock. And I saw Bryant North Little Rock meet in the finals of the Foster Roofing Holiday Classic, uh, formerly known as the Coke Classic. Um, and uh, that was a heck of a – those three teams – you put those three teams along with uh, Fayetteville and Harbor, and you're going to have just wow. those five teams right there are going to – are probably your best five going into the state tournament as of right now. Okay. So want to switch gears here real quick. Um We've got to talk about you know the one game that that really that was played on on Friday night. Alma did make the trip over to Russellville. I know Leland, you kind of, kind of kept an eye on this one, but the Alma boys take down the Cyclones at Cyclone Arena and are now uh, still undefeated in league play. Well, and they didn't need a you know a buzzer beater at the you know at the end to win it to to win an exciting game. I mean, they took an uh, an early lead nine to seven on a 
uh, Camden Curd three pointer, and they led from from there on out and stretched it out and and won. I thought pretty handily. Um, you know, Alma's I think has the most impressive resume to this point in the five A West because they already have a win at Harrison and then that win at Russellville. That's two gigantic road wins uh, to open up 5A West play. And, you know, Israel Towns Robinson inside, you know, he's a defensive end. He was an all-conference all defensive end. Uh, and then they've got Easton Boggs, who can hit three-pointers. Camden Curd, who can hit three-pointers. Uh, Carmani Smith handles the ball well. Alma's got all the ingredients. And, you know, you are talking about Harrison. Uh, we were talking in the earlier podcast that, uh, Harrison's 0-2 in the conference, and they've got a big game at Van Buren on Friday. You know, you don't want to drop to 0-3. There's very few teams that drop that start 0-3 in a 14-game conference schedule and fight their way back to to earn a state tournament berth. So that is, uh, you know, and Van Buren also will need that win to keep pace with Alma right now in the conference uh, well, because okay. they'll have their showdown soon, pretty soon. One of the unfortunate casualties of the weather, and we'll get into some of that in the next segment, but I will talk about right here was, you know, we didn't get to have the Van Buren-Alma matchup on Tuesday like we had hoped for. It would have been a battle of undefeated teams, and this was because um, the, uh, you know, Van Buren beat the Mountain Home Boys in a, in a really good game. Leland, you were at that one as well. Yeah, 77-61. All five starters for Van Buren scored in double digits it's which is the second time they've done that this year uh and i think four times they've had four starters in double digits so very balanced you know they've got the three seniors uh kind of the pointer triplets glavin mcdonald drew braswell and uh, jackson gazelle man those guys uh all three-year starters mm -hmm. all seniors and they can all play and then you throw in you know um you know, A.G. Denton inside and Trenton Cooley of ESPN fame at this point. Uh, so, you know, they're they're another team, a very well-rounded team that's uh, that's off to a good start. That you're uh, talking, Grammy, you're talking about makeups or whatever. Uh, speaking of teams, Harrison is the one that's really behind the eight ball, too, because they just like Rogers, they did not move up their game with uh, with Greenwood last Thursday. And they're going to have to make that one up down the line also. Yeah. I, I think we would all agree that perhaps the number one casualty of the weather uh, this past week was Fayetteville and Harbor boys did not get to play on Tuesday night. And I think everybody was looking forward to seeing how that one turned out. But the good news is they're going to play this week. So we're going to take a little break. And when we come back, we will uh, look at the, the week ahead and try to make some sense over some of these makeup games you're listening to Prep Rally. If you're enjoying this podcast, consider a newspaper subscription to the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette or the River Valley Democrat Gazette. We have a special offer for our podcast listeners, so visit nwaonline.com slash nwapodcast to get started. You can also click the subscribe button on our websites, nwaonline.com and rivervalleydemocratgazette.com. Or call us at 479-684-5509 and be sure to say that you're a podcast listener. Now back to the show.
Welcome back to the Prep Rally Podcast, sponsored by West Termite Pest and Lawn. Graham Thomas and Rick Fires from Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Leland Barclay and special guest Walter Woody, who is not playing hooky from school this week. He has a snow day. Nope. Uh, joins us on the podcast. Um, guys, we've got, you know, we're going to have a lot of basketball crammed into the next few days here. Uh, really starting Thursday night, we have some makeup games being played. And then we got a full slate of action on Friday. And then another full slate of action on Saturday. And um, so we'll just, uh, we'll kind of get into it. Thursday night, Bentonville and Bentonville West are supposed to hook up in Centerton in a conference game. And I know on the 5A West side, New Asylum Springs is going to go to Greenwood. So, um, you know, that's going to kind of get us back into it. And then we've got our full slate of games uh, coming up this week. Um, and the, the one that I'm, you know, I'm kind of pointing to, although, you know, the teams that are in this game can't exactly point to it yet because they've got to play Friday night. But I'm looking at the Springdale Harbor at Fayetteville doubleheader on the boys and girls side. And mm -hmm. but on the boys side, you have a, a pair of uh, teams that are five and oh in the conference play in conference play. And uh, we're we're going to we're going to know a lot more about the 5A West Conference on the boys side after that game is played on Saturday night, Rick. Canceling game on Tuesday, postponing the game. And the good news is Saturday. You know what? I remember growing up as a kid watching the Saturday night special when they had all the, the music groups come in and play on Saturday night. And this is good. This is a Saturday night special as far as high school basketball. My goodness. Uh, number one, Springdale Harbor. And, and number three, uh, Fable. I think uh, Harbor 17-1. Fable 17, both 5-0 and in conference. My goodness. If, if – you know, if I wasn't a sports writer, if I was uh, going around town looking for something to do, that'd be a game I'd want to see. Absolutely. So I, I think we really, after this week, then the shuffling really starts uh, to stacking up on the teams. Well, whoever wins this game is going to be in the driver's seat in the 6 day yeah. West. And, um, you know, and if you're talking about just individual talent, you know, Harbor has uh, Cortland Muldrew and Jackson Conley, the probably the best one-two scoring punch. But then, Rick, you mentioned Fayetteville. You know, they've got Ornette Gaines. They've got Jaden Haney. They've got Hud DJ Hudson. You know, and they've got just a lot of, you know, Xavier Brown. They've got a lot of good players there. And, you know, I'm sure they've heard a lot about Harbor, and they ain't real happy that, you know, they're kind of second fiddle in that conversation at the moment. See, and, and that's thing I, I try to uh, tell people, uh, they're going to see these guys are going to be on a college stage somewhere. I don't know if it's SEC, high division one, somewhere. And so, you know, for you people that's sitting at home watching, you know, Montana State or something or Creighton on a Friday, Saturday night, get out there and watch some of these kids, these stars of tomorrow. Um, you know, even if I weren't assigned to that game, that's something I'd enjoy going to watch because you're going to see uh, some excellent athletes up and down the court. This is big time basketball. I, I think the big thing on 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 that game, let's try not to get too far ahead, especially if you harbor because you play Springdale on Friday night. If you're looking ahead a little bit too far, thinking about Fayetteville, um, Springdale is capable of of pulling off an upset sure. there. Um, oh, absolutely. And so and and. and you know, it's and and it's also uh, you know the you know the Bentville Bentville West game had already been scheduled, but it works out for both teams because um, Benton I think it's Bentonville uh, has to play uh, back to back Thursday Friday, but they're off Saturday, 
Whereas West is off Friday, so they play Thursday, Saturday. So they're really not so that game doesn't really interfere of a three game week. It's actually a two game week for both teams, just like most everybody else on this schedule. Well, and how about Springdale hosting Northside on Friday, and then of course the big game against Harbor on Saturday. So it's two of the biggest nights of the year, really, mm-hmm. in the six A West. Mm-hmm. Now, if Harbor, if, if Harbor gets through it, because that's a road game, at, and here's where I, I agree with you, if Harbor was to uh, win both games, they would have a real leg up because they will have won at Fayetteville. You know, Fayetteville wins, Harbor can sit there and go, okay, we'll play them the second time at, at our place. But if you go and win on the other team's home floor, uh, you you will, like you said earlier, they uh, uh, Harbor could be in the driver's seat. By the way, I think the rematch for for Harbor Springdale is set for the last weekend, the last week of the season, regular yeah. season on the Tuesday Woo-hoo. night. So, well, there's uh, yeah, there's a yeah that last week there is a set on Friday, but yeah, you're right. All right, well let's uh, let's change gears down to the five A West and guys, what are y'all looking forward to down there this week? Oh, I tell you, the biggest game is Greenwood at Mountain Home on Friday for the girls. You know they've already been tested once on the road at Russellville. This is the other major test for the Lady Bulldogs at Mountain Home because um, I think Mountain Home is in the same class as Russellville. I mean, those three teams have pretty much separated themselves this early. So if Greenwood, you know, like like we were talking about in the 6A West and Springdale Harbor and Fayetteville, if Greenwood can win that one, obviously now they have a huge leg up with two road wins. However, if Mountain Home can win that game, now it's uh boy, it's it's gonna be an exciting, you know, final uh what six weeks in the in the five A West. I it seemed like in reading your uh reading your story and talking to you after the Greenwood Russellville game, Leland, um, I think Greenwood learned a lot about itself in, in playing that that Russellville game because they got off to a great start and then kind of maybe let their foot off the gas. Something tells me if they if they get the chance to do that again, they they're not taking the foot off the gas. Uh, the the next game they played at home, um, you know, was against Van Buren, and uh, of course they didn't they didn't let their foot off on that one. But I talked to senior Brooklyn Woolsey after that game, and the main thing I wanted to ask her was uh, what was practice like after that Russellville game, and she said that uh, they came in and they watched film. And that Coach Clay Reeves had 71 clips for them to watch, basically mistakes from that game. And the, the one comment he made was he should have made them run for every one of those. Wow. That'd be a lot of sprints. So he was not happy. He was not happy with that. Yeah. Now you know what we know about the struggles Mountain Home has had in football. I remember years ago they had a state tournament up there. And I didn't think much about it, but my goodness, they play great basketball up there. That's really an it's hard to get to, but that's a wonderful community up there. And I know the Lady Bombers are going to be ready for them when they get up there. They have a really good uh, student section and just a really good uh, home fan base. And they do yeah. a good job of kind of pumping that up. And you're right, there's not a lot, a lot else to do in Mountain Home. So, um, but. Uh, It'll be a big test for the Lady Bulldogs. Yeah. Well, um, on the on the five A West boys side, so you know you still got Alma Van Buren, and we talked about how, you know, 
if they had played Tuesday, they they were gonna it was gonna be a matchup of undefeated teams in the conference. Well, the makeup date you know has been set, I believe, for that thirtieth of January, and I'm not confident that either one of those teams is gonna make it to the thirtieth, still being undefeated. But you know, regardless, both those teams are off to great starts, and you know, and on Alma, and specifically, it's very good to see they've been down a little bit. They've struggled, and um, but. In my mind, when the Alma Airedales are a big part of the 5A West conversation, it makes basketball more fun all the way around. Well, and they started, I think, one senior last year. So they played a lot of these guys last year. So this has kind of been a, a building process, and uh, they're certainly seeing the fruits of their labor now, especially, like I said, winning you know, two of their first three games on the road at Harrison and at Russellville. Man, those are three. That's a, that's a big accomplishment. Because I think the win at Harrison was their first one there since 2013. So wow. it's um, you know, it's a good start, but lots of lots of basketball left to be played. Hey, there are a lot of good teams who've gone up to Harrison and haven't been able to get a win. Yeah. So, um, one thing I want to hit back on, and I, I should have mentioned earlier, but you know. We're we're going to see a lot of movement this weekend in the in the six A West girls side. You know we have four teams stacked up at four and one there, and they're all playing each other. Well, most of them are playing each other this weekend. You know Springdale yeah, and Harbor you, girls. I was going to say, how would you like to be? How would you like to be Springdale girls and have back to back games of Harbor Northside Friday and Saturday? <laughs> I mean that's or, that's probably the biggest. That's probably the the one team that's probably got. Uh, one of the biggest challenges uh, is that. Well, that and Harbor right Girls there. have Springdale and Fayetteville. And, and Harbor Girls have Springdale Fayetteville, you yeah. Know, and so th those those games are going to happen, and we'll know a little bit more about, about that side of things as well. So um, a lot of exciting basketball. It's going to be kind of jumbled up there together and not a lot of time to dissect it and to, you know, because – you know, it's a Thursday, Friday, Saturday kind of setup for a lot of these, you know, and don't, and don't snooze on Bentonville. They're sitting there at three and two and they can, they can beat some good teams as well. So we're going to take another break. And when we come back, we'll uh, go through our top five of the week. Stay on top of all Arkansas Razorback sports with a digital plus subscription on the hogs illustrated app, get complete Razorbacks coverage in one location. Your subscription gives you 20-plus issues of Hogs Illustrated Magazine, the most unique and compelling coverage anywhere in the state, plus total access to all the content on wholehogsports.com, including breaking news, commentaries, analysis, features, recruiting, award-winning photos, and premium message boards. Subscriptions start at just $17 per month. Join the Hog Sports Network team at subscribe.waco.com. That's subscribe.wehco.com. Or call 479-684-5509 to get your front row seat to Arkansas Razorback Sports. Go Hogs! Welcome back to the Prep Rally Podcast, sponsored by West Termite Pest and Lawn, Graham Thomas, Rick Fires, Leland Barclay, and Walter Woody, all joining you on this uh, special Zoom edition. And gentlemen, we're going to get into our top five of the week, and we're going to start with our two guys down the River Valley giving their top five for this week. Well, and, and I'm going to start with number one. Uh, Rick Fires, uh, you know, he does our Players of the Week every week. I'm going to start with Hackett forward Hayden Foster's had 20 points, 17 rebounds, and blocked two shots in, a, in Hackett's 59-40 win over Cedarville on Thursday. 
you know, in the in the game per, before that in a loss to Paris, he had 19 points and 13 rebounds. And for the season, he's averaging 16 points and 14 rebounds per game. Alma in second is Alma's Camden Curd with 16 points to help the Airedales to a 59-46 win at Russellville Friday night. Easton Boggs added 15 points and five rebounds, and Israel Towns Robinson added 14 points. Uh, in uh, Friday or in Saturday's win, Van Buren's win over Mountain Homes, 77 to 61. Glavin McDonald had a season high 28 points, eight rebounds, and also he had six assists in the win. He was one of five double-digit scores for the pointers. Trenton Cooley had 14, Drew Braswell 13, Jackson Gazelle 12, and A.G. Denton had 10. Fourth is uh, Allison Edwards of Mansfield that scored 10 points, grabbed 15 rebounds, and doled out two assists in Mansfield's 58-16 win over Johnson County Westside Friday night. Uh, the Lady Tigers are still undefeated at 17-0. Kinsley Ward added 20 points, had seven steals. Kaylee Ward had 13 points, six rebounds, and three blocks. And Harley Fuller scored 11 points and had five steals. Uh, Boonville's Lindley Garrett hit a school record seven three-pointers in the Lady Bearcats' 41-32 win over Danville. She finished with 23 points and eight rebounds. Wow, maybe some people are pulling boards. Rick, you go ahead with it, man. All right. You know, I, I love this format with these two guys. You know, that's more entertaining I'm, Eli and Peyton Manning right there. I think I'm we, telling need you, we need to get Walter on here ever on all a weekly the time. deal. All right. Okay. That's the, uh, man, uh, my girls player of the week. Um, Lena mentioned the boys player week down there at Hackett. Hey, how about, all right. We know Valley Spring. They got the great players every year. Macy Willis, all state player. They were playing uh, uh, Elkins the other day, and they went to the bench, and a young sophomore, oh, I guess all uh, sophomores are young, but Laramie Watkins comes off the bench as the sixth uh, person and scores 28 points, and that includes eight three-pointers. Yes, I said eight three-pointers. So you got a young, uh, you got a sophomore coming up there in a, in a team, a veteran team like them, and uh, uh, just sparked the team. So she was our easily our player player of the week. Uh, so just great job for Laramie Watkins of Valley Springs. Um, now, but the the, uh, the joy was short lived because they got beat uh, the next night, uh, two nights later, pretty badly by uh, Bergman. Bergman fifty five to thirty eight over Valley. You know Bergman. My goodness, you talking about top programs up there, James. Halitska, did I say that right? That's yeah, close enough. Anyway, they were 35 and 6 last year. They're 27 and 2 overall. I'm looking at our rankings in the paper this weekend. Uh, no surprise, Bergman is uh, number one in class 3A for the girls. Lamar is number two. We're familiar with them. And then right down there is Salem, too, uh, uh, from a couple years ago. Uh, let me see. Let's go back to the favor. Like I said, I've seen favor like three or four times and just really impressed, you know, different guys. When they had their blowout over um, Bentonville West, there were six guys that already scored when in the first quarter, I think, or early in the second quarter. They jumped out 25 to 7 lead and everybody contributed. So they're deep. I mean, uh, you know, they just got more than one or two players. They're very, very deep. But a shout out to uh, Jaden Haney, man, he had 22 points in that game. 
uh, 13 came in the second quarter. So there's another guy that you all want to go out there and see on this big Saturday night special right there. And uh, just transition. Instead of looking back, I'm looking ahead. Saturday night, Fable, downtown Fable, Arkansas. There's going to be a show, Springdale Harbor against Fable for the lead in the 6A West Conference. Y'all be there. All right. Um, so uh, my top five, you know, I'm going to start off with the, the 6A West girls and how there's four teams at four and one. Springdale, Fort Smith, Northside, Fayetteville, and Springdale Harbor. And right behind those four, you got Bentonville at three and two. Harbor and Springdale are going to play on Friday at Wildcat Arena. Then Harbor goes to Fayetteville on Saturday. You know, we're going to have some some winners and losers on these two days, and we'll have a little better idea of, of what that conference is going to shape up to be like. Hey, how about those Bentonville Lady Tigers, though? Arden Lewis and Cambry Phillips combined for 38 points in a in a win over Springdale. You know, they were down and had to go on a 17-6 to run in the second half and came back wow. and won that ball game. Um, just a wow. huge win for um, for Tom, Tom Hallmeyer's crew. Hey, Springdale Harbor's got a lot of weapons, so I tell you what, those Campbell twins, McKinley and Madison, they're, they seem to be going for – they're just freshmen, by the way. Freshmen. Oh, wow. Uh, they they seem to be going for double-digit points just about every night, and uh, McKinley is really good. She had a big night against Rogers a few nights ago. They've also got Delaney Roller and, and a whole other group of players that are, you know, just – you know, Coach Kimberly Jenkins has her a, a good team over there. They're young, um, but they're dangerous. Hey, Marin Adams at Farmington – um, she had 23 points and a win over Gentry and that, you know, that was a big win for Farmington. Um, you know, they're, you know, about like a gazillion and one, I think, and they've only lost that team out of uh, Duncanville, Texas. I think they're a good ball club, but I'm, I'm ready to be able to watch them with my own eyes. Um, and uh, I'm going to break away from the, the traditional basketball for, for my, to end the top five this week. Y'all remember, uh, Paul Pouch, who used to be the head tennis coach at Bentonville High School, and he's a tennis pro up in Bella Vista. He is being inducted into the Arkansas Tennis Hall of Fame at the end Ooh. of the month. And uh, he, you know, we had a story about him in the in, in the paper. It was actually written by one of our uh, weekly papers. A good story about Paul Pouch and uh, very deserving honor. He's he's kind of the tennis guru up in Northwest Arkansas. Uh, for so many years and in that Bentonville uh, tennis dynasty really started under him and he's kind of done some other things as well. So um, I guess we can add one other special just shout out to uh, (laughs) uh, Southside graduate Madison Marsh for winning uh, Miss America. She did not play sports. I believe she was a cheerleader her first two years at Southside, uh, but she uh, graduated the Air Force Academy uh, she is a second lieutenant. Uh, she is a physics major. She has a degree in physics from the Air Force oh, Academy. And uh, she is at, uh, taking classes at the Harvard School of Government, uh, piloting, and uh, was Miss Colorado to, before winning uh, Miss America. So congrats. Yes. Yeah, you know, and the only reason I saw that originally, Walter, was because you posted it. Um, <laughs> you, you posted the the because uh, I, I – Honestly, I was not watching the Miss America pageant, but then I saw that and I was like, well, that's a pretty cool deal. So, 
uh, congrats to congrats to her for sure. So, uh, guys, it's been fun. Uh, Walter, uh, when's your lunch period, man? We need to be sure and try and link this up on on Wednesdays. Um, I got a 30, 30 minutes around what about eleven thirty to twelve o'clock. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, folks, you can listen to Prep Rally at nwaonline.com, or you can uh, watch it on YouTube or find it wherever you get your podcasts and. Uh, be sure and check out the River Valley Report. I think these two guys had a show earlier today, and that that report will be uh, available uh, along with Prep Rally. And, uh, guys, we're going to call it for this week, and y'all be safe out there. Stay out of the ice, and uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs>